Hey, Chris. Yeah? It's uh, episode 50 of Living Room 101. You must get out of here. That can't possibly be true. It's true. It's episode 50. Yeah. Crikey Moses. That's good, isn't it? If I had a pound for every episode we'd recorded of Living Room 101, I'd have 50 quid. I know. Yeah. One of them notes that no one ever has. 50 pound note, a, a, a ready, a red one. Oh, is that yeah. what a ready is? A ready. Oh, got it. What? Got it. Is that a, I've yeah, just made that up, a ready, but... Is oh, that have you? Oh, yeah, but readies is what you call money. Have you got any readies? <laughs> maybe that is it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. maybe it is. Oh, um, well. We've already found something out. Gosh. Um, oh, but I tell you what, we should just get into it. What, straight into it? Well, we're getting straight into it, but we're going via um, two tweets in. So our call-out for tweets last week... Yeah. Um, last episode did actually work because um, a couple of people tweeted in. And first up is Mark van der Woodson, um, who yeah, good old Mark. had something to say. Yeah, good old Mark. He had something to say about our um, overworked H. It was your little shout last last time, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And he uh, he shouted out North Highcombe in Lincolnshire, which yeah. I think, um, you know, that's the kind of honesty I can I can respect in an H. Um, I I would just like to say that I spotted a dishonest T this week and I thought, yeah, you, you're doing it. It's the word pastime. I mean, just to say it there, I had to actually take a little moment between the T's. Do you know what I mean? Pastime. Hang on a minute. Um, Do you mean pastime as in like a hobby? Yeah. Pastime. Yeah. It comes from pastime, an activity that someone does regularly for enjoyment rather than work. Semicolon, a hobby. Uh, (laughs) P-A-S-T-I-M-E. Yes, exactly. Where's the other S? But you were saying it it was for a T. (laughs) I know. I've I've changed, you know, (laughs) like sort of um, Lionel Messi. I've fainted one way and then I've gone the other and I've bamboozled (laughs) you. Um, But yeah, so I would say past time. But maybe I should stop that. I can accept that. But but yeah. but look, we've got we've got issues here, and, and the letters are being dishonest. Let's face facts. So you're you're trying to you're saying it's a D, D, dishonest S. Um, yeah. To be honest, no, it's not. No, no, it no. Doesn't work with an S because it's not. There's not a word stime, is there? Yeah, but if you're saying um, it's pastime because it's something that passes the time, there should be two S's. Yeah, but there's no dishonest S there. No, there's an S that's absconded. Yeah, he's just he's just legged it. He's yeah. gone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, just dishonest. Yeah, it's dishonest in a in a in a sense. Well, on a, yeah. So should we go back to Mark's uh, thing because I'm not sure pastime has really been the example that we were hoping it was going to be. Go on then. <laughs> <laughs> so not North Highcombe, yeah. I mean, what I said to Mark was that um, you know there was no merger in that because there's two separate words, North Highcombe. Yeah. So the companies haven't merged, and but um, in the spelling of North Highcombe, the H of Highcombe was a capital, mm. looking you know uh, like um, for all intents and pur- purposes a set of rugby posts there, yeah. um, and it's capitalised itself, uh, so it's lauding it. And I'm saying in that merger, that H is the one that's going to go because it's probably before a fall, and he's going to be out the door. No, no, you're quite wrong. You're quite wrong. What? Uh, we've established that the H of, of Hampton in Southampton is the one that you hit. Did we not establish that? I think it's the silly little poor old small H that's that's going to go. North Highcombe. North Highcombe. 
that H is commanding. There's no way that's getting pushed out by that little H from uh, north. Mm. Okay. Well, we'll just have to wait for the merger um, to see what happens. Yeah, yeah, we? yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. What kind of corporate? It's a lot of um, lot, lot of sort of COVID world cost cutting merging sort of departments going on. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see it in the next six months. Yeah. True. True. So we we won't have long to wait. So, but then we can mm. we can see at that point. Um, and then yeah, so that was that. And then um, Matt Ash uh, tweeted in as well. Yeah. Oh, good old Matt. Um, yeah, and he was talking about um, he was talking about glitter on faces, mm. wasn't he? Yeah. Well, not initially. We was kind of talking about glitter on Christmas cards and things, and then oh, that's it. Uh, I chimed in. He was quite right. There's that, that thing. It better not happen this Christmas, where you open a Christmas card and a load of little cut-out angels or stars then fall all over the floor <laughs> yeah. as if it's some sort of – as if they've exploded out. They think they've exploded out like a party popper, but they haven't, I'm afraid. They've just fallen mm. out, and they're yeah. annoying, and now you've got to get the old hoover. But what, mm. but what Matt then went on to say was the shame of like a bit of glitter being on his face and later on in maybe a work situation, someone's like, are you wearing glitter? Um, and he thought that was shameful. I mean, I, um, you know, I think one should just embrace that. And in a way, what I think I would be more tempted to do is turn it on its head and pretend mm. like I've been out at some like really cool disco club mm. because that's not what's been happening. Mind you, I suppose now if I said, actually, I've been out at a really cool disco club, someone would say to me, Chris, I'm not being funny, but that's seriously against the rules at the moment. And you're actually helping the spread of a global pandemic just yeah. because you love disco mm. and i'd be like i'd be like that i'd be like okay i'm gonna fess up here i've actually lied there and it was actually just from a christmas card <laughs> yeah and at that point you might feel um akin to um how you felt at the end of the pastime exchange <laughs> sort of shamed <laughs> and upset <laughs> um <laughs> But I was thinking, I was thinking. For me, the glitter thing is—it's the annoyance of it. It's not necessarily the shame. It's just the annoyance of you get a little piece on there, and and you think <laughs> you've got rid of it because you can't see it with the naked eye. And it's only when like there's a bit of light falls under it a certain way that it'll kind of suddenly it'll suddenly kind of glitter up, and it'll be it'll been hiding in plain sight for ages, and then suddenly it's like reflective, and you go, "Oh, it's still there." It's you know, still there. you know what the glitter's doing in that situation, don't you? What it's having a bliss up. What, when it suddenly sort of goes, yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. must be what a bliss-up is. That is a <laughs> suddenly, bliss up, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like suddenly you're on. You're on. The glitter's yeah. like, we're here and we're ready to party. And you're like, but hang on, I'm just I'm just in my mum's house. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's like, I don't care. It's party zone. This is yeah. the disco world. Here we go. Bang. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, how would your mum be with, with seeing that little bit of glitter doing its bliss up? <laughs> what, on my face? Yeah. My, I mean, my mum's quite fun. I think my mum would just be like, wicked. Wicked. And she gets in and then you just do a spontaneous little uh, rave up in the kitchen, yeah? Yeah, I mean, like, if I put on maybe some, like, Chaka Khan or something and we're just like, <laughs> let's party, yeah. my mum would dance. Like if I was mm. just like dancing in the kitchen, yeah. yeah, my little niece would get involved. It would actually be it oh, could brilliant. go quite. It could go quite disco. Yeah. Have you got like um? What are those essential things in the kitchen called? Sensual? Did you say? No, it's sen- central. You know those. Oh, little, an island. An island. Yeah. Have you got an island? 
No. Oh, right. I could just see you just all dancing around the island like in roller skates yeah. fashion. Yeah, some of us could get on top of the island maybe. Oh, wow. And yeah, then just yeah. like throwing your T-shirt around your head and all that. <laughs> I probably wouldn't disrobe in that situation. <laughs> your mum would though. No, I didn't say that. The <laughs> glitter... Um, sure the glitter... The glitter would be loving that, though, wouldn't he? Oh, the glitter. He'd be like, I was just on a John Lewis Christmas card. Now I'm involved yeah. in a disco situation. This is what I was born to do. Exactly. Them little angels you were talking about, I don't mind those because you can see them on the floor. And they, you know, and they, um, sorry, I made a little noise there. I don't know if you heard that. That was, um, it, sounded, it sounds like an ancient lock. It's a brilliant what? bit of foley for ancient lock and key. Mm, I don't know if it's brilliant. Okay. Anyway, what, um, um, what, what is it? Hang on, you've got to tell us what it is. So my setup for my mic, I've got I've got it on top of uh, two um, old wooden boxes, um, and one of the wooden boxes has a little metal uh, uh, hole, like a handle, a little metal handle, and that's what that is. Uh, um, okay. But no, I, I don't mind the angels. Um, it's because I can see them, but it's the little um bits of glitter that just stay with you and then like sometimes days later they bliss up don't they mm-hmm. um so I'm, I'm i think we've got to put that in haven't we um i sorry i actually haven't recovered from you saying you don't mind them angels are you joking you don't mind like 14 small angels jumping out of an envelope and going all over your floor that is a bit of fun there chris right there that's a bit of fun bit of What's lockdown fun? shizzle what? Bit of What's lockdown shizzle right there, just all over your carpet. Oh, look what fun! That's brilliant. Bit of colour, I can pick those up. No, no worries. I'm not getting the Hoover out for that. I'm picking those up. I'm putting them on the what? shelf. They hang around. Yeah, just to right. sort of like you know, say birthday time or you know, Christmas time, whatever it is. Putting them on the shelf. Yeah, what? just having them having them knocking about for a bit. You know, just like you know, like a gift. It's a gift. Do you ever like just get a little? torch or maybe like a bike light a red flashing bike light and shine it on them so they can have a bliss up yeah i could i could see myself doing that <laughs> yeah i could yeah i don't think i've done that before but you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> the <laughs> angels the angels in my house um are having the opposite of a bliss up they're just hanging out in a bin among tangerine peelings and uh, sort of old carrots and stuff oh god you know that like old- bliss <laughs> bliss down in it it's bliss down but I think that the um the, the, the glitter's gotta go in. I'm I'm down with Matt on this. No? Mm, no, actually no. Because <laughs> I quite like the bliss up. I quite like the okay. up from yeah. the glitter. I'll put the angels in. No problem. No. i you see, it does annoy me when I, I can see it in the mirror suddenly I'm like, I've got rid of that a week ago. That's that's <laughs> been blissing up. Like un, unbeknownst to me in, in kind of <laughs> Do you know what I mean? In like totally inappropriate uh, situations, talking to mum. Why would it be inappropriate? I don't think it's actually ever inappropriate for that glitter to have a bliss up. I don't think even if you're meeting. You don't think it's ever inappropriate? I'll give you an. I'll give you an example. Okay. Hmm. Like, um, all right, I'm just walking to. I'm walking to the park. Hmm. Yeah, and I see a bit of road rage. Um, There's (laughs) a little guy gets out of his car, um, and there's a guy behind him. And it's just, it just, it's spiraled out of all control. Yeah. Now they're outside their cars. Obviously they have that kind of feeling of, oh shit, this is the outside world. It's the real world. I'm not in my little comforty car zone. And they mm. square up to each other, you know, mm. and then, you know, they're both, they're both feeling really, really insecure about being outside the cars and thinking I've got really, really, 
like gone off the deep end here, but now I can't back down. Yeah. And right. so they're kind of having a go at each other. Yeah. Like that. And, um, and you know, you're, I'm, I'm just thinking, right, I've got to step in here, you know, get them to calm down, just see the error of their ways. This is road rage. Don't get involved, lads. Mm. Little bloody glitter starts splitting up in the middle yeah. of it. Yeah. But you know, what that's happens. not appropriate. You know, what appropriate. Happens. you know what happens then? What? We all have a disco. Yeah. Little guy, even look, I'm not saying it becomes a spontaneous disco in the road, but both the guys, particularly the little guy, see it and they're like, um, God, life can be fun, can't it? Okay. Yeah, it's so fun. Like, remember when we were at that, you know, that disco in um, Portsmouth, Mm. you know, back Mm. in the early 90s, and uh, we all had such fun. Claire, Neil, you know, we were all there. You win. Yes, <laughs> like, I've completely uh, capitulated there because because actually it would be just brilliant to diffuse the situation. Yeah, so that's not going in. That's not going in. No way. No, but neither are the Sorry. angels because I like the angels. So mm. there we go. You but hang on, Hank hang can, on. No, sorry, what? sorry. There's something we have to clear up here. You do, you're not a sender of them angels, are you? Are you a one what? of the people that puts stuff in the envelope. I put some stuff in the envelope recently for an 18th birthday. I hold my hands up. Uh, I'm holding uh-huh, them up as uh-huh. we speak. I see. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, I see. What's I put them in there. <laughs> I put them in there. But I'm, I'm telling you, they were received really well on the other end. Oh, as if that's honest. As if that's an honest. They weren't reaction. angels. They weren't angels for an 18th. It was like it was just tiny cut out work, like numbers 18. Oh God! Sorry. And like little little bits of little bits of kind of streamer, you know, little bits of streamer and the and like the numbers eighteen. Where did you yeah. get that? I got it from Card Factory. Mm. <laughs> 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 oh, that eighteen-year-old was so annoyed by that, and they've said to you, "Listen, Uncle Till, <laughs> Uncle Tom." <laughs> I really enjoyed that. That was really funny and brilliant, what, what you've done with that envelope. But what they mm. mean is, I had to get the fucking Uber out for that. Mm. There were balloons in there as well, Chris. I mean, uh, you know. Oh, okay. That's it, was, it was part essential. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Got, right, we better get straight into it. We're only we about get into 20 it minutes in. Right, who, <laughs> um, who's going first this week, Tom? I could go. See what I've done there? It's taken 50 episodes and I've suddenly, I've turned it on its head and I've offered you the option. Okay. Um, that's the first time I think that's happened. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm gripping the mantle. Is that right? The Hillary Mantel. <laughs> I'm, um... <laughs> that was a very, very weak laugh. And it was appropriate because it was a very weak joke. So. Yeah. Um, you're throwing down the gauntlet and I'm, um, what picking up the gauntlet is that is that what we do um, um yeah <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> okay i've got i've got something for you chris um i was in sainsbury's the other day minding my own business hmm. um and um basically yeah i saw these mannequins yeah um yeah. with with hipster beards uh, oh god <laughs> oh god <laughs> i was like what have you ever seen a bearded mannequin no i don't think so no, I don't think I have either. I was trying to think. I was trying to think, is this, I mean, I think is, is it is a total innovation, you know, um, which I think it is. Um, you might, um, possibly in Sweden or Norway, you know, where countries renowned for their bearded um, yeah. male population, you might yeah. expect it. But Sainsbury's Charlton, that was, that was quite a curveball. 
Um, calling it a question of number things, just A, are hipster beers then just a complete mm. here to stay? Is that what people, mm. you know, in a, in a major retail outlet are thinking? Mm. They're thinking, right, we need, to, we need to now reflect the fact that hipster beers are now a staple of um, British male visage. Um, but if not, like, what's going on? Do you know what I mean? Can we have a bit more clarification? Like, what what are we talking here? Like, uh, what I'm imagining. Well, for a start, I guess we have mm. to clarify what what a hipster beard is. That's quite a big beard in my head. Quite, a I sort suppose. Of so, yeah, beard. I mean, they weren't long, big, long kind of ZZ Top mm. beards. Mm. Um, they were sort of um, cultural references up to date, and <laughs> they were just, but they were quite thick beards. You know, they were. I would I would call them hipster beards. They're not. They weren't mm. stubble. You know, they were bushy beards designed to denote you know, to reflect um, the prevalence, I think, of beards that are in say mm. at, at the moment. You know what I mean? Um, but, wow, it was a shock. So so with the mannequin, you've got a few options, obviously, but, w- okay, here's what I'm asking, I guess. Was the beard just the same colour as, as, as the rest of the mannequin, or, or was it one of those coloured-in mannequins so it actually had a coloured beard? No, no, it was the same colour, yeah. But it was a weird colour. The mannequin was an, uh, a kind of... I'll, I'll post it on the Insta. Um, oh, yeah. But it's... Yeah. Do you remember that? <laughs> I've, got an, I've got an Insta confession to make. Uh, go on. <laughs> I remembered the other day I was supposed to post your drawing of a sieve. And yeah. um, I still haven't done it. But what I did do, <laughs> this is when I was clearing out the stuff from my old flat, I found the birthday card and I was like, here's the drawing of the sieve. So I've taken, right. I took a photo. So I've got it ready, but I still haven't done it. Oh, but we can have a bonanza for our 50th episode. We can have a bonanza. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stick them all up there. But it was, um, no, it was it's sort of a deep, dark green color, maybe off green. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, and, and um, like bluey green almost, yeah. And, um, mm. but like gray, really, but kind of bluey green tinge to it. Mm. And, um, yeah. And so it was, it, sorry, it, the sorry. beard was the same color. Sorry, it was actually gray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was a sort of, yeah, it was gray, but it has a kind of blue tinge to it. <laughs> it was green to begin with. Now it's gray with a blue tinge. <laughs> <laughs> It's a very odd colour, man. When you see it on the Insta, you'll you'll understand okay. what I mean. All right. Yeah. So, um, but I, I suppose it, I found it annoying because because I think, oh God, that's annoying that they're here to stay. Um, to the point that they're going to make mannequins now with beards. You know. You see, I think the thing about a mannequin, you you got you got a few different types of mannequins, but most mannequins, the mannequins which are being honest and we can all respect, are saying are basically saying, "Listen, this isn't about me. This is about the clothes. Um, yeah. I'll be here just to wear the clothes, mm. please. It's mm. not about me. I want to just focus on the the issue at hand, yeah. which, which is the clothes. You can't buy me. You know, um, no one mm. thinks I'm real. I'm not pretending to be a real human." I'm I'm just here to model these clothes. Please just look at this shirt and decide if you want to buy it. Whereas you get some mannequins that are like, I'm actually an, a piece of avant-garde art. Mm. Um, I'm mm. just, I'm basically made of coat hangers. I'm just sort of wires. I'm not even, I don't even really look like a human, but I am still wearing the clothes. But then these mannequins you're talking about, they're starting to have hipster beards. I feel like they're just getting a little bit too big for their boots, you know? Yeah, Definitely. Absolutely, definitely. 
And I think um, what's happened possibly is that they've rewatched eighties film Mannequin. Yeah. You know, and they've gone, oh, you know, that would that would be good, wouldn't it? Like if we could just be real people, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think so. And, and they've sort of incorporated it with, you know, the Pinocchio myth and they've sort of, um, maybe maybe even a bit of Jungle Book there, you know, I want to be like you, you know, um, ooh, 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 I want to be like you, ooh, ooh, yeah? I don't, um, no, I don't think so. Um, well, no, I think, I think possibly that tune is playing in their heads and they're just sort of like getting mm. so impatient that they're not real people. Yeah. That they're just encroaching on our ground now, aren't they, a little bit? Um, pretensions to be real people. I, now you see, suddenly that's got a bit of a tinge to it that's making me a bit anxious. Do we need really? to like properly think about mannequin rights? Because if mm. they do want to be real people and they do want to have beards, I'm not mm. sure we can stop that happening. Actually, um, mm. what happened in mannequin? Was it Melanie Griffith? Griffiths? Oh no, was it? Was it? Oh, <laughs> Was it Daryl Hannah? I love, I love when there's a plural and then you just singularize it, like Mel- Melanie Griffith. It's brilliant. Like, do you remember that? <laughs> Who's that snooker player? Trevor Griffith? Terry. Terry. Terry Griffith. Yeah. No, wasn't he Griffiths? <laughs> he was, but I'm just making it a single. All oh, right, because it's good. Um, it's funny that. I don't think it was Melanie Griffith. I think it was. Wasn't it? Um, was it Kelly Brock? No, she was she no. was uh, she was weird science. She was a singular anyway, wasn't she? Kelly Brock, <laughs> not Kelly <Yeah>. Brooks. <laughs> no, okay, was it Kelly Brook? <laughs> <laughs> I think Kelly Brook was about four or five at that point. Oh, am I thinking of Kelly Lubrock? Wasn't it? She had a Lu. Not Rebecca De Mornay. <laughs> well, just because she had another French two-worder in the middle. That's nowhere near Kelly. It wasn't it Kelly Lebrock or something like that. I think she's anyway. Weird. Yeah, <laughs> weird science. I can't remember who mannequin was. Oh, I tell you who it was. Go on. It was blooming. Um, <laughs> it was her from Moonlighting. Sybil Shepherd. No. Wasn't it Sybil? She was what? really. No? Was it? I think it might have been. You know. Oh, I can't remember now. Anyway, Kim Basinger. Is it? Have you just um, Googled it? No, but shall I? That's My... not, it wasn't Kim Basinger. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say it's Basinger. It's Basinger. Kim Basinger. I went for the full like proper um, pronunciation, which is Basinger. But that said, I obviously want to say Kim Basinger. Mm. Oh, my goodness. What? You are not going to believe who it was. Who was it? Kim Cattrall from Sex and the City. Oh, I've got my Kims mixed up. Yeah. No, I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got my Kims mis- mixed up. <laughs> oh, I've done a snort then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. Calm down. Calm down. Um, but no, I mean, I think, yeah, so rights for what we need to do is make sure that we've got Thomas Paine's right for the rights of mannequins, yeah? <laughs> a vindication of the rights of mannequins. Who that's Wollstonecroft. Oh, oh okay. dear. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes, yeah, so um the rights of mannequins is what you're mm. um it's bringing like, up. It's like with AI because because we basically you, you there there are gonna have to be like rights for artificial intelligence if they become sentient because 
if they're sentient and they can feel stuff, then they they have to have rights, don't they? Or even if they don't, then we like you have to. It's something like mm. that needs to be discussed, isn't it, by society, mm. whoever that is. Um, but I wonder if the same might also be true for mannequins. I don't think so, because I don't think your you average mannequin does feel anything, really, does it? Oh, well, you now seem to be going back on the argument you were making previously that, that, that they were getting a bit bit too big for their trendy boots and were mm. wanted to be like you. Yeah, okay. I suppose I am going back on that. I, I think you are a bit. <laughs> um okay so we have to respect the fact that they want to you know be bearded be be bearded be be bearded yeah um <laughs> i don't think we can respect that though i mean you know again like i am i am hearing the fascist note in saying this but if if we let them have beards what will be next you know but they want to be like you ooh, ooh. I was about to say, but I don't have a beard, but that's actually not true. I sort of do at the moment. I, I just can't mm. be bothered shaving it off. It looks like mm. a choice. Like I actually kind of want to be one of those people with a bit of a beard, but mm. I'm just lazy. It's just laziness. Okay. But, but So maybe they do want to be like me, E.E. The only thing is that I don't think I've been to Charlton Sainsbury's. No, I don't think you have. Why would you have? I could have been visiting you, and then I really needed a, a grab bag of um, balsamic vinegar crisps. <laughs> um, is that the stage we've come to? That's the go-to flavour. Yeah, fair yeah. enough, though. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, yeah. Um, do you have to have been? Could you not sort of trust the Insta? Uh, or trust me, even. No, no. What I mean is the mannequins. I thought you were suggesting the mannequins were inspired by me and my look. Oh, I see. Um, well, no, I, when I said want to be like you, ooh, ooh, I didn't mean you literally. I meant you ooh, ooh, as in humans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's really more, I want to be like you, humans. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be like you, humans. I want to walk like you, talk like you, do ooh, ooh. You know it's true, ooh, ooh. I want to be like you. Oh, no, that a guy like me would want to be human too. You see, human comes at the end of it. So I don't think you could have you humans as well in the middle. Yeah, you could. I want to be like you humans. I, want... <laughs> Actually, I don't know the words. You'd have to do it. But, um... Okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, I suppose what we need to do is like just, just yeah, Rights aside, no, we can we can take that into you can take that into consideration in your judgment. But I suppose honing in on the annoyance, it's the fact that it's saying that it's it's enshrining. Um, it's almost like institutionalizing hipster beards, mm. um, and which I found annoying because I'm thinking this is a fad. Surely mm. it's a fad. Mm. Like you know, I don't know, flared you know, trousers, trousers were that, in the beginning of the nineties. But that's what dads and mums in the 1950s said about these newfangled denim jeans, didn't they? Um, so maybe hipster I think there was have- a lot of cowboys. Mm, I don't know if it was mums and dad. I thought it was a lot of cowboys that were into them. They kind of bla- blaze, in the, uh, blaze in the trail there, were they not? Blaze in the no, Western no, no. trail. I'm not suggesting mums and dads were wearing the jeans. I'm saying they said, oh, this is just a fad. But now, No, I'm I saying mean, that they were wearing the jeans because they were... They were <laughs> no. I mean, it was cowboys. It was cowboys that started wearing jeans. 
listen, I think we're at, I think we're at cross purposes here. I know the cowboys were wearing the jeans. My yeah. point about the mums and dads is that they thought the jeans was just a cowboy thing, just a fad um, that the young people were adopting. <laughs> I think the cowboys and the mums and dads aren't aren't okay. on the same. You know, well, they're what coming if, at what it if, from different points of view. Not necessarily. I mean, what if the cowboy was a dad? Yeah, but listen, when a cowboy's a dad, they're one of those absent dads, aren't they? Let's face it. They they care more about them cows and getting them okay. from, you know, Texas to probably yeah. like Arizona. No, um, you're right. They're out, they're out on the trail, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Those kids, they haven't, they haven't seen that dad for months. They, f- they forgot what he looks like. They can't even remember if he's got genes or not. Oh, that's really sad, isn't it? Yeah, it is sad. They're like, oh, you'd be mm. like, what, do, what What? trousers does your dad wear, if you don't mind me asking? And they'd say, mm. I think it's chinos, but I don't know. It could be, uh, ge- it could be genes. Mm. Do you think that's what happened to Donald Trump? Well, his son will forget which trousers he wears. No, I mean that he was the son and he, you know, he never knew his dad and he's out on the trail. It's not, is it? We know who his dad was, uh, <laughs> Tr- Trump Sr. <laughs> yeah, the, the millionaire that gave him all his inherited wealth. I don't yeah. think that's happening on the cowboy trail. No, it's not, is it? No. Um, so, yeah, that's why I'm finding it annoying. Um, and so I guess that's, is it on that basis that we need to judge it? I don't know. Well, I kind of feel like you're maybe asking me to judge whether hipster beards entering the mainstream is mm. acceptable. No, I, no, just on mannequins, just on mannequins. But the other, the other reason I found it annoying was that it's a little bit of a symptom of this going back to our superfluous design stuff, mm. where you know you've got you've got your mannequin designer. He's bored. She's bored. Mm. They kept thinking, what else can I? contrive mm. out of my mannequin yes i need it to you know be a kind of neutral um personification of of human beings um and they've they've tried everything you know they've given i suppose they've given the female mannequins like erect nipples have you seen that that happened kind of maybe like 10 15 years ago yeah, um, yeah. you know and they've tweaked haven't they? they tweaked the design a little bit they've given them extra eye, eyelashes whatever um eyelashes. made them a little bit more well, made them more realistic, as you were talking about. Mm. Um, and then they thought, oh, we could give him a beard. That'll kind of differentiate. That'll We'll sell that to Sainsbury's. Sainsbury's will love that, um, that they're being more kind of down with the hipsters in their clothing range, to clothing range, T-U, clothing range. Um, I wasn't clothes <laughs> shopping there, by the way. I was passing to go to the cafe but with, with the kids. Anyway. It's um, um, possible that we might need to investigate the, the shame of that. But anyway, carry on. Why, it would yeah. be so bad if you were shopping there. Don't worry. So if you were, no. if you were, it's fine. Well, no one one can one can you know buy your staples from from Sainsbury's in terms of your your maybe your underwear and stuff like that, socks maybe. But you know, I wasn't going in there getting a shirt or whatever um, necessarily. <laughs> listen, listen, <laughs> but anyway, that would be fine if you were. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for your acceptance of that. Um, but it's that superfluous design where. You know, it just, just 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 do a mannequin. You know, you do it well. You do it well. Just keep it at that. I, I think we've touched on this before, where we, mm. you've got functional things that are just tweaked and messed about with, mm. and you just think, I don't need that. I know you're bored, but you know, keep it as it is. It works. Yeah, I agree. Ornament is crime. Um, so, as of as the avant garde um, modernist judge that I am, I'm, I'm putting this into Living Room 101. Oh yes, <laughs> straight in. Straight in. Oh, brilliant. Well, end. when you say straight in, not yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, um, we should go on because you know how we said we should do more 
yeah. get more things into Living Room 101. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're nearly at the end of the episode. We've only done one. We actually had a chat beforehand, didn't we? Where we said we, yeah. we should get we should get more in. I think we're doing a bit too much chat. Um, it was a pretty we, much pep talk, which kind yeah. of had the opposite effect. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Not for me. I've got. There's a few things, but I, I, yeah, I know what I'm going to plump for. It's coffee confusion. No, it's more than that. It's COVID coffee confusion. Okay. So. This is really getting to me. I I like a takeaway coffee. I wish I didn't. It's wasteful, both financially and for the environment. We don't need more of those cups. But let's face it, I do, and so does everyone else. So when I'm in Pret-a-Manger, or um, – oh, just a quick update, by the way. You know I've been trying to get free stuff in Pret-a-Manger for months now. I think the project's been going on for about a year. Because I, yeah. I know at least two people who get free stuff many times a week. And I – in about 15 years ago into prep, I've had one free tangerine. And <laughs> um, since I started the project, and I think the last update on here was about six months ago, the number of free things I have received is, what's, yeah. your, what's your guess? Um, zero. It's correct. Yeah, zero. Mm. So anyway, when I'm in prep and I'm queuing for my coffees, or recently in Pan Quotidien, quite satisfying to say. Um, nice. At the moment, there's a lot of confusion, and here's why. Um, normally, you'd just order your coffee, you'd go, and you would pick it up, and you'd leave. Now, there's all sorts of understandable queuing systems in operation, and mm. you've got to give everyone two meters. So it's like people are now just dotted around the cafe, and you're not sure if they're queuing to get a table if they're mm. queuing to get a coffee, if they're just waiting for someone, which often, you know, they are, or you know, so, so, okay. The other day I went to go into a cafe. I was meeting a friend. She was a bit late. I was like, I'll get some coffees. I joined a queue right outside this cafe. It was quite a nice day. Then after I'd been waiting about five minutes in this quite long queue, I was like, this queue isn't moving. This is clearly not for takeaway coffee. This is for the secret mm -hmm. side. So then I was like, okay. So I decided I could leave that queue. Always a worry, always anxiety inducing because that's me lost my place in that queue now. But I walk more towards the front of the cafe. There's another queue on the other side of the door, right? Okay. There's a sign there that says takeaway. I'm like, oh, okay, right. Mm. So, but this queue is a bit more disparate. It's just a couple of people standing around. So I go for it. I say to the lad, I say, are you queuing for takeaway coffee? He said, no, actually, I've ordered, but I'm waiting outside. Give him more space. And I was like, yeah. ah, ah, fair enough. I nip my head just in the door. There's a couple and then this woman on her own. They're standing in the takeaway zone, right? Mm. Now, there's that thing where if you're sitting down, you don't have to wear a mask. But if you're sort of moving around, you sort of do. So, but but instinctively, <laughs> yeah. right, everyone in there, no one, no one is wearing a mask, right? Anyone mm. sitting down. There's a lot of people sitting down. I've established that because we've got that long queue, you remember. None of the staff members are wearing masks. But some of the people milling around are. But I just nip, pop my head in, and I say to this woman, I said, are you queuing for takeaway coffee? And she says to me, quite quite aggressive, because that's kind of the vibe that's in. Everyone's a bit confused. She says, uh, no, I've, I've ordered a coffee. And I say, mm. 
oh, okay. So then I'm just kind of then looking around. And she says to me, jumps back in and says, I've ordered, I've already ordered a coffee. You, you <laughs> need to go to the till and you need to wear a mask. Oh, has she got a mask on? She's got a mask on. And then I'm like, the oh, right. And it's at that point I do notice the sign. And this was a few weeks ago, kind of before it was totally the norm. But I do notice a sign saying, please wear a mask. So I'm looking around and I was like, okay, and right. So then mm. I say to the, the the two women in front of her, I say, are you are you queuing for coffee? And they're like, they're, they're friendly, I vibe. And they're like, no, no, we've ordered, but you go, you just go to the till. So I'm like, right. So yeah, yeah. then I put my so mask everyone's on. Ordered. Then get, everyone's then, ordered. Then I get to the till. Then I order, and then I have to slightly, I have to go to a whole different bit of the cafe because there's no longer time. There's no longer space in aggressive woman's zone because, you know, I can't give her two meters and be in that zone. So I have to go on the other side of the cafe. It was, honestly, it was, it was hellish. And then I eventually got mm. the coffees, and it was just like, I'd rather have not had the coffee and not felt this mm. kind of aggressive mm. vibe and being very confused. I felt a bit of a fool, bit of a fool because I just didn't know where to go. You know, the answer when I joined that first queue all that way outside where I really should have been going was directly to the till. How am I supposed to mm. know that? How's nobody yeah. supposed to know that? Yeah, nobody nobody could know that. Um, yeah, well, it's chaos, isn't it, Chris? You raise a, raise a very uh, it's chaos. salient point. It's chaos at the moment, like queuing-wise. I remember I was up north... Um, a while ago now, but it was during, it was in the summer. It was like August time and um, things yeah. had relaxed a little bit, but there was still the sort of queuing stuff going on. And um, I was trying to get some fish and chips in red car. And um, yeah, you couldn't, I mean, I walked into the fish and chop shop. No, no. And oh. apparently it was like maximum three people in the, in there or something. Right. Um, and so I had to go back out. Then there was someone on a, on a sort of on the, on a ramp outside um, on the ramp. So I then sort of like joined him at a safe distance to queue. Mm. And then the guy from inside started shouting us saying, can you get off the ramp? Because oh. because that was sort of, when people were coming out, they were going to have to sort of pass us. I mean, he, he was sort of right about that. But I mean, it wasn't our fault, you know, because mm. yeah. we didn't really know. I was just kind of joining the queue. And um, and then we sort of ended up queuing almost like kind of in the middle of the street for that for that shop. And then people walking up were walking in through the door, oh. just going through exactly the same routine of the guy get. And then you were just you were just waiting for um, Fishman just to sort of say outside uh, three three maximum, hmm. and then they would come out and then just be looking around, going, "Well, where is the queue?" Exactly. And then they see, see us in the middle of the street, going, "That can't be it. That's miles away. That can't be it. There's just two people milling in the street." But no, we were saying, oh, oh, we no, we are the queue. This is the queue, sort of thing. We're just not used to this, are we? We were. I'm not saying we're a nation of queuers, but we we have that within the culture, and you know, there was there was so many sort of um, kind of I don't know unspoken rules about it that you were following, and now it's just chaos. Mm-hmm. And then and the people who get aggressive about it. Um, I mean, I know I had that one about the queue hoverer, but that you know that's very much someone who's trying to jump the queue. Yeah, that's different. Yeah, yeah. That's so, um, but then there's those people who sort of, you may have a mask, you know, oh, come on, we're all in this together. Also, yeah. like, I, when, when, when she said to me, and you need to wear a mask, I couldn't put it on immediately. Of course I couldn't. No, I'm no. not the kind of person that will um, obey an mm. order like that. So I then spoke to the women in front with not wearing the mask because I'm not mm. going to just do what you've told me to do. And I only put it mm. on when I got to the counter. Mm. that's what and it's it just making, sort of, you know it's just like oh yeah and it just but it just sort of like i think this situation generally is kind of 
So I'm kind of fixating on this woman who said wear a mask a little bit because I'm sort of thinking that this situation is giving license to people who have this underlying simmering anger. Mm-hmm. Um, and we all know who these people are who who will just jump at a chance to to give you a – if you're in the wrong at all. I mean, often they're behind the wheel, aren't they? And they're kind of – the sort of expression of this when you're crossing the road is someone almost like accelerating towards you. Mm-hmm. Um, they'd rather knock you down yeah. than, than be put out to put their foot on the brake just what, for momentarily. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, they'd yeah. rather just knock you down. <laughs> see? See what you've done? Yeah, you caused that. <laughs> you were in the wrong – you know I mean, that kind of person. Yeah. And it's just giving them license just to sort of – it's one other thing that they can be really, really fascist about. Yeah. But, you're, but I guess what you're saying is that it's this, it's this anarchy of queuing now um, that it's we want to put yeah. into living room. We're going to get rid of that. So what is the alternative to this, Chris? Is this just inevitable because of the situation or, or are you p- p- proposing some new rules? I propose new rules. Why, why, not, why not just have a few more rules at the moment? What I would just like is, is all businesses, and I, I know it's been very hard for businesses, they've had a lot to do, but I want just a very clear queue mm. uh, demarcation. Because... Mm. I imagine this is a global problem, but certainly, as you say, British people cannot handle a disordered queue. It, it, it causes us mm. serious anxiety. But the two-meter rule is is mucking up queues, and that is a big problem. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess. I, 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 so I, I want just... I want very clear demarcation, especially if you've got two queues. I mean, I can feel my heart pounding as I say this, but two queues for one shop... What are we mm. supposed to do? It should say, this is for indoor seating. This queue is for takeaway. Do mm. not like, do not wait here. But you see, that's aggressive as well. They should have waiting zones, waiting zones and queue zones. What, what I guess I'm saying is that understandably, the government's had to think a lot about, it's got a lot of things to think about at the moment, you know. But, but I just don't think that the queue system demarcation should be underestimated because mm. you know that's that's causing a lot of mental health disturbance maybe it's licensed just to go at the till though because that that's what you should have done in in this situation no 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 think about think about what you're saying can you imagine yeah, that the, the, the worry that that would have caused me for me when there's two it's seemingly two cues in place for me to go straight to the till you know what that makes me that makes me feel like a, a, a queue hoverer I yeah. feel like those people might think I'm trying to jump the queue and there's yeah, nothing worse possibly, than that. Yeah, but possibly not a queue hover, Chris. Possibly, possibly someone who's just brazenly going to the front, you know. And wh- when we were discussing the queue hoverer, this, the queue hoverer is so much worse than someone who's, who's really brazen mm-hmm. going, to the fir- going to the front. And okay. I, I don't know, I think maybe this is a kind of, it's one of the things that Mm. lockdown might um change forever is is getting us out of these habits of mm-hmm. uh faithfully just queuing every time and being a bit more french about it you know what i mean just like going oh uh getting in there and then queuing if it if if people sort of saying to you you know no no there is a queue here but just getting to the getting to the um crux of it a little bit more i feel a bit like someone must feel when they're on the the, the verge of joining a cult um, or, or what may be just like a really good new religion for them or something or, or belief system. I feel like I kind of trust you a little bit. I think you might be right that getting a bit more brazen in a queuing situation could be good for me and society. But I, I got to say, I'm, I'm anxious about that kind of talk. Okay. Well, picture me just, you know, what I'm going to do 
here is hover outside um, my Scientology church and just <laughs> offer you offer you an IQ test um, um, or possibly offer you a stress test, a, a test that will just test your stress levels. That's all I'm offering. That's all I'm offering. And then when I get you inside, I might just I might just propose. Mm. You know this this um, brave new order of of um, possibly not um, being as faithful to the queuing system as we used you, we used to be. No, no, no. I can't buy into this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You 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 talk a good talk, but I don't think a new brazen system of British queuing that's not going to work. That's not going to okay. work out. All right. In fact, I kind of. I'm now questioning whether you don't have ulterior motives in in other areas of life and our friendship because that's actually mad. You've just suggested that that we all get more brazen in queuing. Yeah. That's mad. I am. I am. I think possibly um, even before all this happened, we were queuing a little bit too much and there could have been room a little bit more for a, a kind of maverick stance. No, no, no. We need to get stricter with queuing. Not, not, <laughs> not, not loosen the, you know. I know what you strings. mean. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I, I kind of agree with what you're saying. <laughs> I'm just sort of, uh, playing devil's advocar. <laughs> um, but um, listen, the space premium, are you all right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did it sound like I might have sort of you yeah. know, been actually having an asthma attack? It was quite a yeah. bit of a motley laugh, wasn't it? But the, um, the space um, thing is the, is the problem with this, isn't it? It's the space thing that's causing the quick queue mayhem. Yeah, it's it's COVID coffee queue chaos confusion. Yeah, we can live without this, Chris. I want it, but of course I'll put it in. Thank you. I don't want it. I don't want that. Oh, I, had, I had the thing with the fish and chips. I had. I've had it. You know, and other things where people mill, and then they get annoyed at you for not being able to work out something quite complicated. Yeah, yeah. It's, when yeah. there's a lot of social pressure, microaggressions. That's what's going on. You know, that's what's happening because we're all confused. We need a lot more, like, um, empathy and clearer yeah. – more empathy, clearer demarcation. That's the slogan on which I'm going to run for office. Okay, but I would I would definitely not get the government involved in it. You mentioned that. No, I, not, I not, not this government. No, not this government. Don't get them involved. <laughs> <laughs> but you could, you could form a new government and run on this ticket. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you, you interested in being in the cabinet at all? Um, how much work will it entail? Um, we're going to run the country. So loads, absolutely loads. I'm interested. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Are you yeah. though? I mean, that's quite a big thing I'm offering you. Okay. But I, I'm interested, but I'll be, I'll be definitely the sort of ideas man rather than the, the person implementing the uh, policies, you know? Spin doctor. No, I'm an ideas man. I'm not, a, I'm not a, I'm not a doer. I'm just a kind of, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm a thinker in the team. You know what I mean? But hang on, what, what role am I giving you then? Um, um, Minister of Ideas. Mm, okay, I'm going to have to think about this. I'll get back to you. All right then, yeah. Um, Chris, we've probably run out of time. Yeah, so we should wrap it up. We should wrap it up. Are we going to just quickly mention our book club idea? Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> All right. Um, so we were thinking, listen, listen, gang, I have said gang, I have said it. You said lexicon earlier. I've said gang. Um, listen, gang, we're thinking of doing a, um, something a bit new. 
Tom Collinson and I are going to start a world famous book club, and we're going to start reading the favourite books of world famous people, aren't we, Tom? We are, Chris, and we're going to start. We're going to kick it off with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, whose favourite book is *The Old Man of the Sea* by Ernest Hemingway. I think it's *The Old Man and the Sea*, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going well, this book club, isn't it? <laughs> Um, So in in about a month's time, we're going to post a a totally separate pod, Tom and Chris's Mm. world-famous book club, it might be called, Um, and we're going to talk about The Old Man and the Sea and probably also Leonardo DiCaprio, who I sometimes call Leo, I have to admit. Um, Yeah. uh, Yeah, we're going to do that, aren't we? We are. We're going to do that. And so you can find out more about Leo and you can also find out about the book and you can be part of this book club by reading the book yourself. Yeah, um, and then you can tweet us in about what you thought about the book, and we can reply and say what we thought about the book, and it'll be like you know a proper book club, um, yeah. except with a kind of world famous celebrity hook. Yeah, which and, yeah. and the irony is it's going to be so successful that it's probably going to make us world famous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, then, on that note, we should um, wrap it up. It's exciting, though, Chris, isn't it? Yeah, I'm jazzed. New initiative. I'm jazzed. So 50. Yeah. So 50. Yeah. yeah. Something new. Yeah. yeah. Something new, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, let's get reading. And so on that book, that's our slogan. On that, um, Sorry, on that no, note, no. My, my slogan is uh, more empathy, clearer demarcation, refers to cues. Okay. Yeah. It's snappy. <laughs> Um, I'm going to say bye-bye. And I'm just going to go right ahead and say goodbye.